Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, Elder Candidate at Redeemer Fellowship. Still Elder Candidate. Now, by the time this airs, will you no longer be an Elder Candidate? Uh, let's find out. Okay. Uh, Happy New Year, man. Happy New Year. What's up? Uh, nothing much. 20, new Year, new you. 27th. No, I'm the same. No, you're the same. You still, yeah. you still the uh, angry. short. Oh, yeah, angry. Yeah. Short. Short. Whatever. Bald. So we're uh, we're back. We are dwarfish. We are back in the uh, Levita studio. Mm. We're at the cigar shop. Yeah. You know what's nice about the cigar shop is we have um, we have our own lockers here. Yep. And so a lot of the members here, Jeff Babadow, one of our members, is here. So we're all enjoying a smoke. Jeff. So, so um, we all have our lockers, you know. And like I see my locker right there. It's got Joe Thorne written on it. Stop. And Jim Fowler is, is right behind. No, oh, Jim. No. Nope. Your uh, your locker is interesting. No, because it's not interesting. Your nameplate has a handicapped symbol engraved on it. Now, no, you're the only one in here that has the handicapped symbol engraved on it. Why does yours have that? Because uh, a quote-unquote dear friend of mine mm-hmm. decided to be funny what? to get a nameplate yeah. for me with that logo. Well, first of all, uh, we weren't trying to be funny. We were trying to be helpful. Your, your nameplate... Your nameplate, your nameplate says Jimmy Fofo now, yeah, which is good. Jimmy Fofo, yep, but yep. We, add, we had the engravers add the handicap symbol because you have a hearing problem. I do not have a hearing problem. I know problem. you're sensitive. I don't want to say you're, you're, you're handicapable. I'm, oh, I'm, my I'm, goodness. I'm affirming... <laughs> you're, you're, you have you over, see what I deal with? You have overcome a lot, dude. you see what dude. I deal with? You told you. You can't hear out of your left ear. I can hear it's out of dead. it. It's dead. It's not dead. It's mostly dead. It's not it's mostly sick. dead. It, it doesn't it's work. <laughs> it doesn't work. It's fine. You, Jim, Jim says what all the time. I, I don't say what all the time. Yeah, you do. I do not. Yeah, you do. Not well, most thank you, Jeff. Time. Thank you. It's because I'm thinking through what you said already. I'm, I heard you. Or maybe because you're mumbles. Because you mumble uh, all the time. I, I, sometimes I mumble. All the time you mumble. Not really. Yeah, you do. You're a mumbler. All right, listen. Um, You're like that dude from, uh, what is it? Fat Albert? No, Office? Office Space? I don't know. Do you remember that old movie? What's, what's that movie? All right, wow, Office man, Space? your references are on point. Yeah, this you know what I'm talking about? The guy's like... <laughs> I thought you were going to say it was like Boomhauer from... Uh, oh, that's even better. You are Boomhauer. <laughs> I can't even do it, though. Can you do no, it? That boy, no, 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 That's like no, the Canadian no, uh, mushmouth. How could it be Canadian? Kentucky. Like I meant Kentucky. Kentucky. I would say, how could you say Canadian? I don't know. Though man. Alberta is the south... Like, yeah, is the south of Canada. Alberta. It's like, it's like the rednecks of Canada. Yeah, so it's... It's like the rest of Canada is what it sounds like. It, no, the rest of Canada is not redneck. It's either it's either I mean, fancy it's, pants Frenchies or it's kind of redneck-y, right? It is. No, no. Yeah, no they, they got a lot of like little lots hipsters. Of, lots they of like, flam- they wear those hats that, that cover their ears. No, they okay, Yeah, they do. That, first of all, they, they call only, them toques. They, they are called toques. But they only... They, their hats are called toques and their coins toques. are called toonies. And loonies. But what I'm is, just saying. What is, why would anybody... It's a good name. It's a toque. Everybody's like, I'm going to go to Canada when Trump wins. And then they found out you wear toques and use toonies. Forget about it. I'll oh, stay Forget right about here. it. Yeah. Now we're going to go uh, Jersey. Forget about it. No, forget about it. Forget about it. What are you going to do? Uh, you know Great what movie, ta- by the way. You know what we're going to talk about? Um, Something we know a lot about. Well, well, you kind of know about it. We we know we're big time now. No, we're not big time. We're big. Time. We are not big time. We're big time. We are not big time. Uh, we're going to be talking about. Um, Celebrity culture. Celebrity culture. But I'm saying it's not really because, I mean, you're, you're already kind of a, you're a pseudo-celebrity. You're like I, halfway there. I'm a, you know what? You're half as tall and half as popular. I am, I, I, oh! <laughs> no, that's all right. 
That's how, listen, I'm a, you like that one? That, Jeff liked that one. That was listen, good. I'm a D-list ce- uh, Christian celebrity now. D-minus. And D- still on the list. Uh, fair enough. I'm, I'll D's tell you get, what. D's get degrees. I'll tell you what. Uh, this, this, is, this is true. I just got an, I just got an email from uh, a company that asked if I would be interested in hosting a History Channel uh, special on the life of Jesus that is shooting in Israel uh, this year. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Wait, are you, did you really? Yeah, of course. History Channel. It happens all the time. What are you talking about? Oh, it so happens okay. all the time. Okay, so it happened this one time. Okay, yeah. I'm about to say, actually, we have not even talked about it. Did you really get yeah. that? Yeah. Congratulations, man. That's well, pretty cool. Whatever. I'm like, I ain't got time for that. What are you talking about? Are you kidding me? No. That's a, that's a, that's I can't. A I ain't got time for that. You got time oh, for that? Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, elders in church, can I go to Israel to shoot a History Channel uh, yeah, show? Yeah, at least we'll know it's going to be right because you're going to no, you're gonna gonna be, be straight right. about it. Yeah. That's actually a really good thing. I talk about, how did you All not right. talk about this? Ew. How have we not discussed this? When did this happen? I don't know. Like uh, At the time of this recording, maybe a week ago or so. Are you serious? Yeah. It's been a week and you have not said that to me? Yeah, well, they probably sent this email to a bunch of guys. No, let me see. I want to see right, the email. I'm going to bring it up. Hang All on. All right, bring it up. All right, here we go. Here's the email thing. I can't believe he didn't tell us. All right. Can, can you, will they let you bring your assistant? Uh, oh, wait, that's the okay. scent box. Right. What? No, hey, not Pat me. I know, it's Smokey. All right. Okay. Who's it? <laughs> uh, all right, so let me find this email here. Um, no. You can turn it on. I feel bad. I don't want to kick him out. We're not reserving this room. All right, uh, I find it. I gotta, I gotta find this thing. Uh, History Channel. I have to go back. History. Paul hates us. Now, now you kicked out Paul because you him let him t- turn on the fan. I don't want to turn on the fan. He can turn on the fan. No, he can't. Then it's, 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 it's gets not, in the thing. It's not our. It's not our lounge. Yeah, it's ours. All right. All right. Let me hear about this. Uh, Good afternoon. Mm-hmm. I work for a TV production company in LA called. What it's called? Twentieth mm-hmm. um, Century Fox. No, we. <laughs> We are producing a new TV series about the life of Jesus for the History Channel. No, it's it's Oprah, isn't it? We'd love to. You're going to be on the O. We'd love to talk to Pastor Joe Thorne about his interest in participating as a host on the series. We'd be filming in Europe in the beginning. Oh, so not okay. So Europe in the beginning of uh, January. Uh, It'd be great to connect with someone and discuss further. Thanks for your time. January 2017. I don't know. Well, it's got to be January. What the? How did you? Are you really, you didn't even... I sent them an email going, I don't know, I, I ain't got time for that. I said, just send me the details. I don't know how that would possibly work with my schedule. All right, all right, go ahead. Anyway. I'm just saying, that's a great opportunity. <laughs> Jeff's going, you should do that, yeah. And so anyways, the point is, is that some of us are big time celebrities. Well, they're, they're little, littles big time. Little, little big, big littles. Yeah. Big, big uh, littles. That, that big littles is my new name. Big littles. So like kind of like a big small. What we want, and so I just thought that was funny because uh, we were uh, scheduled to talk about this, and and I'm really, in. I actually am, I don't even understand how you didn't bring that up already. No, it's, it's been a week. A, yeah, whatever. We talk about everything, everything. It's just not a big deal. Everything, it's not even no, a real thing. Everything we talk about, it's and not, that was not something that was brought up. It's not a thing. Did you, did you talk about it with Pat? No. All right, they better not have. I didn't talk about it with anybody. Did, does Jen know? Probably. What? Probably. She probably how does knows. she know? I don't remember. I'm your. I'm your podcast husband. I need to be hearing about these things. You're my podcast wife. No, you. That's All right. So, um, so yeah, thank you, Jeff. Jeff knows when we're talking about celebrity culture. When we're talking about celebrity culture, uh, we're talking about the celebrity culture uh-huh. in evangelicalism. Yes. Right. And this has been. I mean, we're not talking about anything new. This is a horse that's been beat. Uh, you know, uh, quite a bit. It's long dead. 
but it's still a real thing. And when you think about celebrity culture in, among Christians, what do you think about? What, what comes to your mind? Like, you're not asking me about individuals. You're asking no, no, me no, like just what, the just, phenomenon. Yeah, the phenomenon. I, I feel like we've, uh, we kind of discussed it a little bit in December when we talked about fanboys right. and sycophants and, and haters. But I think there's that, that and I think that's where that fanboy aspect comes into play. Where we have these uh, celebrities that have a platform, and because they have a followership, they receive, uh, I guess they just receive a lot more publicity because of it. Whatever they do, whatever they say, whatever they write, whatever's going on in their lives becomes news to the rest of us. Yeah, I think that, I think you're right. And the, the, the culture that we are a part of in America loves, values, and looks for opportunities to exalt individuals yes. uh, to make them larger than life. Uh, we tend to not just admire them, but we derive a sense of identity from them. What do you mean by that? Like, Can you explain that? So when you, whether it's a comedian or in the Christian context, a writer or a yeah. preacher, um, their perspective, their persona uh, is something that we value so much that we feel connected to them. We we feel like uh, we kind of know them, especially with the the proliferation of social media yeah. and everything. Do we feel like they they speak for us? Like, absolutely. Here's our ideas. Here's my values. Here's what I what I believe is now being expounded uh, so much more eloquently, right? Or yeah. widely, yeah. Like we're on the same team. Yes. And so you feel very you feel very connected to them, and you know the celebrity culture includes. Not just uh, followers mm-hmm. and fanboys, uh, but but what comes with that is this uh, this tendency to uh, I don't want to say idolize because I mean that that does happen. I think that I think that. Yeah. But it's it, it's the person, whether it's a you know, I'm, I'm not I'm not saying these are bad people, but when I'm saying like whether it's you know Beth Moore, who is a larger than life you know teacher mm-hmm. uh, among evangelicals. Or Matt Chandler, who is, you know, a friend and somebody that we love and value in Acts 29. Uh, You know, you you have, you know, people all all over the spectrum. These these people become so big, they become, in a sense, a a kind of a brand, Mm -hmm. uh, whether they want it or not. Like they, you know, you can try to fight against it. Yeah. uh, But it's really hard to to disconnect yourself from that phenomenon when you're when God blesses your teaching or yeah. when you become well known it's really hard to disconnect yourself from that and it and you know what and here's the thing though is like we're not trying to say that the individual themselves uh is is wrong are we like not necessarily not yeah. necessarily now it may there may be something that happens later on down the line uh you know c- celebrityness or stardom kind of goes to their head but at the beginning i mean you're, i think that word you use they've been blessed there is some gift that God has given them. Like we have a lot of great communicators out there, right? And yeah, we want to hear them, and you want to hear them, and and you know they have something to say, uh, and so that's why they they quote unquote blow up. Or some pastors that maybe they they're not the best um, speakers per se, but they're great shepherds, and so people just flock to them, and so they they gain that platform because of the size of their church or the size of their congregation. Right. Now, I think that, let's just say, there are some people that who want to make a name for themselves, and they, they leverage 
the uh, the evangelical community mm. uh, probably leverage the, the platform building in order to make a name for themselves. I don't think that's wise. I don't think that's helpful. Um, but yeah, a lot of people just preach, teach. It resonates with people. They become very well known. But and now, is, hold on. I want to go push back on that last point. Now, what if they actually do have something to say? Is that bad that they want to be able to share what they feel is beneficial for all? No, I think, you know, when... When a person has something to say mm-hmm. and they believe God has called them to say this thing, well, they want as many people to hear it as possible. Yeah. So they're going to preach, they're going to teach, they're going to write. Um, maybe they'll start a blog. Uh, maybe they'll get published. Maybe maybe a podcast. Maybe they'll start a podcast. Uh, the, it, that, there's nothing wrong with those things. So building a platform from which somebody can speak isn't bad. Uh but making, but using that platform yeah. to exalt yourself or to make much of yourself is a problem. Uh, I think we need to be careful that what we're doing, what we're saying, what we're teaching, what we're preaching, what we're podcasting, whatever, yeah. that it actually has a goal for the good of other people. Yeah. Like John Piper. Not just the, go- the good of other people, but the, for the glory of God. Ultimately for the glory of God. Yeah. Now, John Piper is a great definitely a celebrity leader he's a celebrity among christians uh i i I hate i hate even talking that way but that's just the phenomenon that's that's the reality and it's been beneficial it has been beneficial to the church he has been god has used him in mighty ways right now i never have i ever got the impression that john is building for himself a platform that he is orchestrating things to make much of himself uh, is every yeah. my in my interactions with him the few inter- interactions we had the um, in everything that I've read and seen uh, he has worked very hard at making it about the glory of God yes. making it about Christ he has not been making it about Piper he um, he doesn't even if I'm correct I mean you know how many books has this guy put out a lot of books and how much money has he made off those books uh, none. All of the profits from his books went to Desiring God, and he didn't draw a, des- a salary from Desiring God. Wow. Um, he drew a modest salary from his church yep. while he was the pastor there, and now he draws a salary from Desiring God, and I would imagine that it, too, is modest. Now, there are other pastors who, like a lot of pastors that have big platforms, so like John— and big we have, jets. We have John Piper, and let's let's leave out the heretics. We'll just talk right, about like, conservative guys. All right, we'll just talk about conservative guys. We have— um, we have John Piper, who was a pastor of a church, drew a salary there, mm-hmm. and then he had this other organization, Desiring God, which from which he did not draw a salary. Yeah. Then you have other pastors who will draw a large salary from their large church, and then they will draw another full large salary yep. from their organization, even though they're not putting in the hours. Yeah, there. they got 10 hours a week over there. But they're, they're, they're collecting a mass amount of money. Mm-hmm. And... Piper didn't do that. Piper was very careful all along the way to not make it about himself. And I mean, even I want to, you know, I I think I've shared this with Joe and a few others. I mean, even desiring God themselves is is not trying to, you know, gouge people. I mean, when I, you know, we talk about Canada. I lived in Canada for 10 years. I I worked there uh, at a church and in youth ministry. And, And we're looking to go through a desiring God series. Like we were looking to go through something with the young adults. Right. And, you know, we had 30 young adults. They couldn't afford the material. Right. The church couldn't afford the material. So I sent a message to desiring God and they responded back saying, Hey, don't worry about it. Give me your address. We're going to send you 30 copies of this. We're going to send you the DVD. We're going to send you the leader's packet, whatever you need. Let us know it's, it's on its way. And I, I, I was just blown away by that. Yeah. They, you know, did, like, they give it away. They just give it away. They're like, Hey, take it. 
like Humble Beast, the the publisher. Yeah. I mean the the, the uh, record label. Record, yep. uh, they 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 spend tens of thousands of dollars recording beautiful, amazing uh, music that even the the world recognizes as premier hip hop music. Yeah. And they give it all away for free. Exactly. They give it away free. Now they also sell it on iTunes, but anybody can download the full album for free yep. at Humble Beast. They want to give freely. So there are really good examples of people with large platforms mm. who don't make it about themselves, who may be considered celebrities in this, you know, postmodern American culture of ours. But then there are others who um, seem to exploit that. The part of the problem though is is not half of the problem, maybe maybe half of the problem or more is not the the person or the mm. institution, but the fans. Yeah. That we are so hungry for the celebrity, for the savior, for the person that's going to come in. and For the guru that's going to have all the answers, who's going to think for me and tell me what I need to do yeah. to grow as a church. And then, and then the way that we interact with them is just awkward. Like, you know, there's nothing wrong with asking for an autograph from an author. Like, that's, that's, that's okay. That's, that's fine. Um, happens to Joe all the time. Uh, it doesn't happen to me very often. All the time. Uh, People not. are like, hey, Joe, can you please sign my Bible? I sign, I sign it Fofo now. Um, <laughs> no, I've never been asked to sign a Bible. Uh, I got a photo. No, yeah, you made that up. That was Photoshop. <laughs> I've never been asked to sign anybody's Bible. I would say no. Um, but anyways, uh, there's, nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But this near deification, this, this kind of giddiness this, that, that comes over people like, wow, I, um, this this person is is becomes too important to mm-hmm. them, you know. It, listen, when I, when I'm when I'm around uh, people that I really admire and I've learned a lot from, uh, if I if I'm around them, I'm, I'm it's cool. I'm excited to be there. I'm like, wow, I've read this person. I've benefited from this person. This is really cool, uh, and and that's fine. But when we want to treat them in a, there's a difference between honoring them. Yeah, you can you should honor people. You should we should consider others as worthy of more honor than ourselves. So that's good. But this, this hyper um, adoration and exaltation of people that where we treat them as if they are different from us. Exactly. When they're not. These guys are not. One of the things that I love about most of the guys that I read and the scholars that I, I, I read is they're approachable. They mm-hmm. will hang. They will chill. They are. They are. They joke around. They play around. They're down to earth. They're not. They do. They don't think that they're. It's like a you're big hanging deal. out with W. Right. Right. They don't think of themselves as a big deal, but people sometimes do. Yeah. And so I think there there is there is some awkwardness there, and I I don't like. Think, is it the idolization of the heart? Yeah. I mean, I guess. I mean, idolatry is there. It's a it's a complicated. We're going to link to some good articles on this that you guys can read, um, but it's. I don't really know that there's a way out of this, you know, with, with especially in the American context. This really isn't much of a thing in Europe. Um, the, this, is a, this is a really big thing in the church in the U.S. And I don't know what we can do about it. Uh, you know, we want people to write books who are gifted to write books. Yeah. We want people to speak. You know, I'm going to go to a conference and I'm going to and I want to hear guys who can really preach the word. Exactly. And if they've written a book and everybody knows about it, they're going to want to hear them speak. But I don't I don't need every conference to have the same guys. What I what I really value are good preachers. So if if I go to a conference and Matt Chandler is the main speaker, I'm thrilled. I'm so excited. I want to hear Matt preach. But if every other speaker there was people that I didn't know, they were just pastors at churches who yeah. were very good at preaching. I would be immensely satisfied because I, 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 don't, I don't care who it but is. See, yeah, here's that catch-22, though. 
I mean, how do you find those people? You can't find them unless they have that platform. Unless you 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 stumbled upon somebody, it's hard to find that, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. But I, I, I think because we're all connected, it's pretty easy. You know, Acts twenty nine is a network, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, they they we all know each other. They all know who's doing what. Access to podcasts, word of mouth will tell you that we've got really good preachers in the, yeah. in the network, and you can find them. Uh, you know, even among you know conferences, when you're saying like, okay. Let's say, uh, you know, conference A is going to is going to happen and they know that people aren't going to show up for a bunch of no names. People aren't yeah. going to gather for that. So they get and a you're gu- not being derogatory when you say no names. It's just they, they people just don't know who they are. Right. Yeah. There's like people that don't have a, a well-known name. Yeah. And so they say, OK, so we're going to bring in, um, you know, Michael Horton and mm-hmm. he's gonna, and everybody knows Michael Horton. Everybody loves Michael Horton. So they're going to come to hear him. But if you but if the if the subject of the conference is on, you know, the, the loss of the gospel in the American church and he's going to speak on that. Well, then the, uh, Horton and others that are in that whole process know of great preachers who have a lot to say who might not be well known and they can be brought into that. So I think there's a way to do it. Mm. Um, but I are people going to come? I think if there's one guy there, they'll come and. uh what I'd like to see is more conferences that are smaller and more regional happening. Yeah, uh, where, where more micro conferences. Yeah, micro conferences where there is where a, a sense of uh, like a growing culture um, locally of churches that are that are doing this sort of a thing that allow for preaching and teaching that is really really good and helpful. You know, I'll tell you who does this well. Um, the the Reformed Baptists do this well. Yeah, they uh, they have scholarly brilliant teachers and preachers and they hold their conferences and they are smaller they have amazing speakers and people come not because there's a celebrity there but because there's going to be really good teaching they do that locally uh, arbka does that stuff but and banner of truth has a conference that's yeah. very small yeah. and uh it, it's 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 designed to be smaller, and they want to keep it smaller because it allows people to interact with the speakers so that they aren't hiding in the green room or you know, kind of taken off by security or whatever it is. It's, the, whole thing is, the whole thing is weird. On the one hand, I, you know, I'm, I'm very, very grateful for the, for the theologians, pastors, scholars that I read. Um, I, want to, I, I want to benefit from them, but I want us to be careful not to make too much of them. I want them to help me to make much of Jesus. Yeah. Now, I know I joke around, you know, a lot about it, about pseudo-celebrity, all that kind of stuff. But how do you kind of protect your heart in all that? Because, I mean, yeah, the reality is, Joe, you, you know, you are a gifted writer. You are a gifted speaker. Uh, you have uh, been blessed by God and given opportunities to speak to a larger audience. How, then, do you... Uh, go ahead and and do that uh like how do you do that without succumbing to that you know what i mean with succumbing to the dark side of of the celebrity this it it doesn't i don't i don't honestly don't feel that um any kind of i don't i don't i don't really feel that i don't know i it may maybe maybe i have bought into it and i don't recognize it but i don't feel like i'm very well known um it's very rare when I'm out when somebody goes, "Hey, are you Joe Thorne?" That's a very rare thing. Yeah, um, but at conferences, though, if I'm at a conference, yeah, yeah, it I'm, not, I'm not expecting sometimes. you to be walking down the street of Chicago and all of a sudden people are like, "Yo, Joe Thorne, sign note to sell." <laughs> it it ha- it's happened a few times. What very, in Chicago? Very, 
Well, it happened on the train the other day with, uh, with oh, you and I, didn't it? Oh, yeah, it did. Hey, you guys are from Doctrine and Devotion. <laughs> yeah, that was awkward. <laughs> that, well, you're right. You're right. We never met the person. So that sort of a thing happens, but it's very rare. Um, and so, yeah, there, there's been those. But it's, it's, and it's like, oh, that's neat. They've read the book or whatever. I don't, I don't feel that I'm treated any different. I, I really don't. I don't sense it. And so. I don't think you act any different. I'm just asking, like, has that been an intentional, has that been intentional for you to, to guard your heart? Yeah, I just don't even think about it. I just don't. I don't. I don't think about the whole thing. Um, I, I, I'm very. I'm. I'll tell you. If, if anything's keeping me grounded, it is my wife and the local church. Mm. Um, That's. Good I, right I am not allowed to get too big for my little britches because and they are little. They are well. The waist isn't, but they're short. Um, they're like Ziggy's pants. I don't. Um, I don't. I don't have much of an opportunity to get a, a, a big inflated ego because I have people around me that keep me in check. Mm. So the elders keep me in check. Uh, the people and they of check the church, over your schedule and all that. You know, yeah, everything kind of goes through the elders, right? And I don't even get the opportunity to like because we 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 really do have a, such a close relationship uh, in the local church and 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 obviously my home that. Not, nobody's going to put up with nonsense. Nobody's yeah. going to put up with uh, people thinking that that they're extra special. That That's just right. doesn't happen. So I don't know. I don't. I just don't really think a lot about it. And maybe it's you know it's because I'm I'm so I've, I, I'm kind of known in a small group of of people or a smaller niche in the Christian world. Uh, it's it's just not a problem. If, if I would hate, I would hate. To be this nationally known guy that that's headlining conferences, and part of that is good. Yeah, I, I could see that because you are naturally an introvert. Like Joe, Joe <laughs> comes off as a, a like flamboyant, in your face, you know, out there individual. Okay. Uh, I'm going to object to flamboyant, but okay. Well, no, I'm just saying, like you just kind of like you just like out there. Is like, really, is that what it that's is? what you do? Okay. That's what you do. Uh, you're very, you know, you're fun to hang out with, but. I know Joe. Joe would rather just be sitting around listening to his music, uh, reading a book. So, um, but I, but I wouldn't like that because I wouldn't want the scrutiny. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want. I just. I don't. I don't like that. So I don't. I don't have a lot of uh, insight into the celebrity culture. I just. I recognize it at large, and you know, people will say, "Well, why don't you guys talk about the celebrity culture?" Okay, but what are we going to say? Ultimately, that it's not healthy. It's, it's not a danger. great. But it's going to be there. It's not going anywhere. So what do we do? How do we fight against it? Can we fight against it? Well, I think that, well, you're talking about, that's why I'm trying to ask the individual. How does the individual fight against it? But you're asking, how does the church fight against it? Well, I guess, so how, I guess, how do we fight against it in general uh, as individuals and then as the church? Well, I think one is, is the glory of God is uh, ultimately just focusing on that because like you mentioned before, um, Sometimes we, we put these people on a pedestal and we become fanboys or, or uh, we take everything they say, hook, line, and sinker. Uh, we get really excited or we get really nervous or we get really fearful when we meet these individuals. And so we neglect to see that they are, they are just human, that they are not infallible, that they do, have, that they do struggle with sin, yeah. um, that they're not perfect, and that ultimately it's all about the glory of God first. Right. So I think on an individual level, we check our heart and um, we we don't uh, unnecessarily align ourselves with people to such a degree that we, we, we become fanboys. Yeah. Um, at the church level, uh, how does how do churches and organizations work against celebrity culture? 
I think that preach the gospel I, I, the, I, at the church level. I think churches need to you know honor the the leaders there, um, but that does not mean exalt. Are you talking about, oh, you're talking about celebrity celebrity pastor like in the local church. So, Is that right. what you're talking about? Like, yeah. like like exalting the the uh, pastor as pope? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's not like. Um, it, it happen. There's there's always going to be uh, this this tendency to make much of of a leader that's doing well. Yeah. And in the church, that's really easy. You make a lot. You make a big deal out of a pastor. You make a big deal out of uh, the preacher. In particular, they like yeah. him. He's the one on stage, and he's you know whatever. Um, I think the church needs to do a really good job of helping that guy. Uh, maintain a, a, a sense of humility. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean beating him up and keeping him down. Yeah. But it just means, you know, helping to foster him, helping him to foster uh, a proper sense of who he is and what his place is in the church and in the world. And, and sure, uh, he, he may have a, a public spot or he may be the guy that's most known in the church, um, but he needs to be a person who is uh, doing the same work as all the other elders. He needs mm-hmm. to be a person who is considered one of the people, not somebody, uh, com- you know, there's a difference between uh, elders there's, there's a di- there is a distinction made between teachers or pastors and uh, the congregation. The Bible right. makes a distinction, but it isn't one. It, it isn't a celebrity distinction. There's a, there's a celebrity distinction that makes people more special than they should be. That makes a person um, holier uh, than thou, untouchable yeah. in a sense. And that was my perspective of pastors for a long time. Is that wow? Those are guys that are living on a different level. They're untouchable. They're unreachable. And it, wa- it wasn't until I got into a smaller church when I was able to interact with pastors and I realized, wow, they're regular people. Yeah. These are regular dudes, and um, they mess up. I-, I watched a pastor one time get in trouble with his wife because he and his son were roughhousing in, in-, in the living room, mm. knocking over furniture, wrestling around. <laughs> She's like, not in the house, don't do that. Is that uh, the way she sounded? Yes. And um, I loved it because I was like, look at him get in trouble. It's like a regular, it's Just a regular like I do. thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Celebrity culture is... A problem. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the solution is. I think, uh, in general, if we're preaching Christ and trying to make much of Him, I mean, it's been this way from the beginning, right? We read about it in Corinthians. Paul saying, "Well, some of yeah. you are saying I'm of Paul, I'm of Peter, I'm of Apollos." And he's like, "That's so." It's always been, people always like to pick leaders and sides and kind of identify with them and make them into larger than life mm-hmm. um, beings. But it, so I don't know that it's ever going to go away. I think it's particularly big and ugly in America. Yeah. Currently, yep. I think it would be good to have churches uh, that are – because I, all I do is I think about it at the church level. If, if the church is focused on maintaining pastoral care and community and planting churches rather than building a huge monstrosity under themselves, I think that will go a long way. I love – like I'll tell you what. There is, a, there is a church in Louisville called Sojourn Community Church. Yeah. It's a great church. They've planted a bunch of churches. They have multiple campuses. But they have real life preaching at all the campuses, and the the, the pastor there, Daniel Montgomery, uh, the main guy, is is a, is a super smart, uh, gifted preacher, uh, great writer. But Daniel is not the brand of that church. Mm-hmm. Daniel is not the one that is Sojourn is known more. I feel like than Daniel, the lead pastor. Yeah, is. absolutely. That's really good. I, I love that that has happened. Now, if Daniel wanted to, he could have made it all about himself. But that hasn't happened because they're careful to avoid that. Big thanks to Justin of J-Bond Media. If you've got any audio, visual, or photography needs, you can hit up Justin at jbondmedia.com. 
Joe, if they wanted to uh, support the podcast, how could they do that? Well, you can uh, like us on uh, Facebook, Doctrine and Devotion. You can um, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at Doc and Devo. You can uh, give us a nice, honest five-star review mm, on five. iTunes. And uh, if you want to give us some feedback, head over to our Contact Us page on the website, DoctrineandDevotion.com. And uh, let us know what you think. You can send us a message, and if we can, we'll get back to you. We'll definitely, if it's uh, good for the uh, podcast, we'll, we'll bring it up on air. Now you're supposed to say Fresh Pod every oh, yeah, Monday yeah, yeah, yeah. and Thursday. Uh, Fresh Pod every Monday and Thursday. Happy New Year! Happy New Year!